0: Joining us on the program from the Wrexham Leader, that is a paper over there, their leading journalist, Richard Williams. Richard, welcome. Lovely to have you on the program on behalf of all
1: of New Zealand. Thank you. Thank you. I get goosebumps listening to that back every time. (laughs) <laughs> oh,
0: look it's a remarkable story I, I just want to maybe um, just give our listeners if you could maybe just give us a little bit of a history of Wrexham Football Club maybe historically and then say Wrexham say in the last 15 years prior to the two Hollywood stars coming in and investing and taking ownership
1: Well before the, the um, Rob and Ryan have come on board we've battled um against extinction a couple of times we've had unscrupulous owners who have come in in the past and basically try to make money out of the club and the club has been so close to going out of business a couple of times the fans raised over 120,000 pounds one day just to keep the club going and so we could play in the league uh in the, in the non-league um we've had a couple of relegations and spent the last 15 years battling in the non-league and um, rob and ryan have come in february 2021 and it's just been a dream ever since um The Wrexham Supporters Trust stabilised the club in all fairness to them and we were keeping our heads above water and we were going okay, um, but maybe the next, to to, to take it to the next step to get back into the football league where we've got such a proud history, we needed a bit more investment and thankfully Rob and Ryan saw, we're looking Hmm. for a club to buy in the UK and I'm very happy to say that they chose little old Wrexham and they've gone and put us on the map in terms of football in as well as in general, I think
0: Yeah, I was going to ask you that how did Wrexham get connected with these two Hollywood stars? Why Wrexham?
1: Well apparently uh, Rob McElhenney was introduced to football by Humphrey Kerr, who's now the executive director at Wrexham on the um, I think they work on the set together the It's only sunny in Philadelphia set um, or one of Rob's productions, and Humphrey's an actor, comedian anyway, and a very big football fan. And Rob, I think, on his breaks, he saw Humphrey watching videos of football, and he got really interested in football. And he decided to buy a football club, and and he got Ryan on board, and they were just looking really for a club that, I suppose, they could, obviously, with their connection to being actors, they could start from the bottom at, and they could obviously document the rise, uh, with their investment, they would make a good a good a good story, wouldn't it? And obviously, they weren't going to choose someone who was in the second, third, fourth tier. They wanted someone who was out of the football league who they could start the story off from and thankfully they looked at Wrexham with like, the fan base here within North Wales, um, we do have the big giant Premier League giants only an hour away, the Man Uniteds, Man City, Liverpool, Everton, what, what have you and they just decided on, I think they narrowed it down to five or six clubs and in the end they went for little old Wrexham and um, the rest is history so to speak, they come in and And they've just turned things around, really. They've brought the feel-good factor back to not just Wrexham, um, the club itself, but the community, all of North Wales. And, I mean, it's just brilliant. You're getting Americans coming here on holidays, and they're spending a couple of days in Wrexham just visiting um, landmarks that they've seen on the documentary. I mean, they can't even get tickets to games sometimes, but they're just coming to Wrexham just to take in, Mm. just to experience it
0: when news came of um, Robin wanting to buy this football club, was it? Did everybody buy into it? Was it favourable from day one, or was there a little bit of sort of cynicism, perhaps?
1: Well, they had to have a vote because the club was owned by the Rexham Supporters Trust, so they had to they had to announce who the who the two high profile owners or high profile people interested in the club were. And when it was emerged it was Robin Wright, it was like, my mm. neck, you know, are they serious?" Anyway, so they put it to the vote and members of the supporters trust agreed to it uh, unanimously as well. It was a high 90s, I think the percentage was, because I just think people recognized that the best chance of Wrexham getting out of this division was with the aid of Robin Ryan. And they had their mission statement and they promised to do this and promised to do that. So, yeah, I suppose a lot of people would be cynical because of what has happened in the past where we've had owners who have, promise this and promise that and in the end they end up taking Mm -hmm. the club for a ride and and the club's been close to be going into oblivion Mm -hmm. but they put their faith in rob and ryan i suppose they're going to be in the limelight with their jobs so really they couldn't really take us for the kind of ride we've been taking for in the past because it it wouldn't look good on them with their images Mm -hmm. and their careers in the in the so yes there was trepidation there was uh, but i think people were thinking let's give them a go you know they're looking as if they want to do something and and I'll, I'll be the first one to admit they've put their money where their mouth is and they've talked the talk, but they've delivered as well.
0: The race course ground, what is capacity? And has every game been a sellout in the last two years?
1: Yeah, well, certainly in the last season. Um, it was touching sellouts the season before last, the 21-22 season, which was at Robin Ryan's first full season. We just missed out on the title to Stockport and lost in the playoffs. Uh, but for every game in 22-23, it was a sellout. The capacity is just over 10,000. Uh, it's a three-sided ground because the cop is derelict, a famous cop. Uh, uh, but their plans are in motion um, to build a 5,500 seat stand to take us up into fifteen, sixteen thousand. 16,000. And you'd like to think of us being back in the football league that we'd sell out, continue to sell out, because mm-hmm. tickets have been like gold dust for every single game. People have been snapping them up. There's nearly 7,000 season ticket holders straight away. So that as I, I don't need to tell you, there's not many that left to go on general sale after that.
0: Yeah, you know, I was going to ask you this, and I'm not sure if you know the statistics, but like every football club, there's merchandise that is sold. I'm wanting to sort of know what maybe merchandise figures were, say, three or four years ago, and what merchandise uh, sales have been like in the last sort of uh, 12 months.
1: I, I don't know the exact figures. We have done a story on it, but they've been flying out. The club shop has sold an unbelievable amount of club shirts. They've been sending them off to here, there, and everywhere, and all over the world. Um, obviously, you've got TikTok emblazoned on the front. They've got the Expedia. You know these big, high-profile companies have come in and they've, they've they want to be part of it. So everything that's been put in the club shop has been snapped up. And obviously the tourists are coming here and they want a piece of it as well. It's just, I mean, I've been reporting on 19 Wrexham 19 years. I'm privileged to report on my hometown club, and I've never thought. I, I have to pinch myself sometimes when I think to myself, is this really happening? I was privileged to interview Rob and Ryan when they first come over to the UK in uh, October 21, when um, obviously restrictions were eased because of COVID. And I was allowed 15 minutes of the one-on-one. And I must admit, even then, you're pinching yourself thinking, I'm talking to Ryan Reynolds here. He's the owner of the club that I cover, the club I support. And you're thinking, is this really happening? You know, even now that there are occasions where with Rob has come over for the, pr- for the parade we had um, to celebrate our promotion uh, last Tuesday. And there's forty thousand people lying the streets of Wrexham It's it just it's just been a fairy tale it really has
0: Have you had to remind Ryan Reynolds that it's football, not soccer?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I tell you what he's he's gone on record and said it himself, but he's, he I don't think he believed he would get as hooked as he has and, and taken it in. I mean you know they do live, live and breathe it when they're here, you, you know yes, he's new to the game, but I think it's you know, and he'll be the first one to profess that they don't know. You know, running a club, and they've got obviously advisors in this country who are who are, who are do, running the run the show for them. But yeah, I mean, he's obviously brushed up on his knowledge, and he's very good when it comes to things. He knows his people of Rexham, you know, as in you know former players, and he knows this and he knows that. So yeah, he's he's uh, he's he's brushed up on everything, and uh, and and he's taken us taken little Rexham to his heart. He has.
0: I see that the AFL have just signed a big television deal. I think with Sky around the billion dollars, yeah. which you know the clubs do get a slice of. You then take in the merchandise sales. The fact that they are they are a global trend at the moment. So what does that now mean in terms of the quality of player you can now buy, and what are, what ultimately is the goal for Wrexham, and is it all coming well, a little bit too quickly, and how do you manage that expectation?
1: I suppose the expectations have always been high at Wrexham because we've had, um, we, we, I don't know if people know, but because being a Welsh club, we've allowed in the Welsh Cup competition and we've actually qualified for the European competitions over the years. And we have a proud history. We've got to the quarterfinals of the Cup Winners' Cup, losing to the Belgium and, and, and elect the Belgian Giants. And we've done well in the FA Cup over the years, got as far as the second tier in the late 70s. So Wrexham have got a proud history in the Football League. They are well, a well-known club. Um, in terms of the better players, well, we do actually I'm not afraid to say this, but we did have a very, very good squad this year, which has got us promotion mm. because the investment has meant we were able to attract better players for this division. Um, and, you know, some clubs maybe didn't like it, but we're not the first club in this division who have gone and bought their way, bought their way to success because other clubs have been in the same boat well, where they've had... Uh, wealthy wealthy owners, mm-hmm. so and Salford being one where they have got the Man United former players. Um, so Wrexham, no doubt, will be able to go out with all this money that's come in, and they will be able to attract even better players. It do, the squad doesn't need a lot doing to it because obviously they've done so well. It's been a record breaking season for us. We've had 111 points, which is the best ever in any of the top five divisions. So really. Money shouldn't be an object going out to strengthen the squad further, and as Stockport are now fourth in League Two in the playoffs, it, honestly, Wrexham are one of the favourites for promotion again next season already, and that's without them even signing a player. So you'd be very disappointed if Wrexham didn't get into the playoffs at least, and certainly targeting an automatic promotion place, because there's three teams go up automatically in League Two compared to just the one in the division Wrexham just got out of. So... You know, I mean, a couple more promotions as we're going now wouldn't be out of the question. But obviously, as you get closer to the Premier League, which would be the big, big, big dream, which Rex have never, ever been to, I I suppose you would need a lot more investments because the the, the money that teams in the Championship are spending to try and get into the Premier League is frightening. But, yeah, I think just going back to what you just said then, you've got to manage expectations. We're going to enjoy this promotion. Tackle League 2, which will hopefully lead to another promotion. But as the further you go along the road, obviously it'll get tougher and tougher. Mm. But I think I honestly do think the toughest division to get out of has certainly been the national league, because mm. when only one team can go up automatically, and we've been trying it for 15 years, it feels like a, a a big job has been done there. But obviously, it's the journey is only starting. So as we as we all like to say here. Mm.
0: You're yeah, listening to SENZ, we are talking about Wrexham Football Club, The Rise, one of the great Hollywood stories. Richard Williams from the Wrexham Leader, one of their leading journalists, is my guest on the programme. Um, uh, all said and done, you haven't been able to get Gareth Bale across the line.
1: <laughs> well, Rob's wanted a game of golf where he said he was going to try and entice him to come out of retirement and play. I mean, that would be a, a great... A great addition. I know Gareth hasn't played a lot of football the last couple of years, but he's a Welsh giant. He's a Welsh legend, isn't he? One of the best players, if not the best player, along with the great John Charles, to have put on a Welsh shirt. So, I mean, that would be another masterstroke, wouldn't it? In terms of the the uh, you know bringing in a player of that caliber. I mean, even even if he's not the player he was, he'd certainly add mm. something, especially playing in League Two. I mean, he, he got Phil Parkinson, our manager, managed to entice Ben Foster out of mm. retirement. I'm sure everyone knows that the former England international goalkeeper. When our goalkeeper Rob Leighton was ruled out for the season with eight, nine, ten games to go, and he played a, a key part in just getting us over the line, so I think a lot of these players would enjoy the fact to come on board for the for the ride with the with Hollywood owners. But I don't think Arsenal needs the money to put it that way. Uh, uh, no, <laughs>
0: I, I want to talk about your manager Phil Parkinson. How much credit needs to go with him? I mean, we see it. There's only two types of managers in English football: those that have been sacked and those that are about to be sacked. I mean, it's hard. I mean, you've got to bring a group of guys together. You've got to get them. There's been a lot of hype around this. There's been that sort of, star, you know, Hollywood stardust sprinkled over this team. Um, but you've still got to have a good manager.
1: Yes, he's um, he, he's certainly been um, a manager who's had success before he came to Wrexham. He had three promotions. He's managed for over 20 years. Um, people can say, well, he's brought these big name signings in. He spent a lot of money. He should be enjoying the success he's had with Wrexham. But you've still got to put them into a team as you just said then, you've still got to gel them, you've still got to make it's a team game, isn't it? You might have the individuals like Paul Mullin scored forty seven goals this season, but you've still got to gel them into a team and you've still got to keep up the goals at the other end. So Phil deserves a lot of credit really because yes, he's had money to spend. Yes, he has been able to bring a better kind of player in than maybe previous managers at Wrexham haven't been able to. Um, but he forged them into a team last year. We finished runners up just behind Stockport, went again, just tweaked the squad last summer. And uh he presto he got the got the team over the line again this season. So we've been up there since day one in the season. Uh battling out with Notter County. End of the season we would have had the title wrapped up in March. But um Notter County pushed us all the way and still deserves a lot of credit and he'll go down the history has been the manager who um who who um who got us over the line, got us finally back into the Football League where hopefully we'll stay and just keep on rising. Well,
0: you've only got to look at what Eddie Howe did with Bournemouth and where Eddie Howe is now. And, um, you know, while you'd love to hang on to him uh, equally, too, you know, it's a great stepping stone, isn't it? And it's just part of this wonderful story. Uh, look, historically, who's your greatest rival? I mean, Manchester United, Liverpool, you've got, you know, Spurs versus Arsenal. H- who is historically your greatest rival? And in League Two, who's the club that you probably you're going to encounter next season that probably historically you you sort of want to beat?
1: Um, Well, Chester are our biggest rivals um, purely because we're separated by the border. There's 10 miles in between Wrexham and Chester and uh, we've got the English-Wales border there. So it's not just England against Wales, it's Wrexham against Chester when we play them. We've not played them for a good few years because Mm. they've been lower than us and they're going to be even lower than us because they failed in their bid to get promotion and we've got up a division. So we shouldn't be seeing Chester for a good couple of years. Oh, no,
0: I understand, understand, though, that Sylvester Stallone and all his Hollywood stars are now looking at Chester. (laughs) That's the next one to go.
1: (laughs) But, uh, I mean, obviously, I I dread to think what they're thinking about what's happening at Wrexham. But on the other score, in this division going up, we're we're into Tramier's a little bit further afield. People, just to let them know, Tramier, is not far from Liverpool and Everton, so it's it's, it's as close to a local barbie as you're going to get in that division. We got Newport who are in South Wales, not a massive rivalry with them, but obviously it's north against south. So and Stockport who beat us to promotion uh, the first year, first full year, Rob and Ryan were at the helm. They're obviously in the League Two. They could be in League One if they mm. get promotion via the playoffs. Mm. So they're our biggest rivals, but we've never really had the rivalry with the likes of Manchester United and Manchester City because we've not played with them. They've not been in our division. We've had the odd occasions where, we, where we've played against them, like Manchester City had a fall from grace before their millionaire or billionaire owner come in, um, and we played them in the third tier, but that was a good few years when Wrexham were in the Football League. So there's no rivalry as such with these Premier League clubs. Uh, our rivalry is against teams from the lower reaches, but um, I'm sure that we'll... We'd love to be up there and, and call Man United, which is only a 45-minute drive away. Um, I'd like, like to form some rivalry with them in the future.
0: Mm. Hey, just my final question then. Your squad, um, by the time the season kicks off, will they would have got over their hangovers from this trip to Las Vegas? That's the big question everyone wants <laughs> to know because these boys are going hard and thoroughly deserved.
1: It's been an all-expenses-paid trip, which Rob and Ryan have uh, gone put on for the boys. Uh, I think Rob's attended with his wife. Um, I think she's been keeping them in check. I've seen a couple of videos, a couple of posts of her putting some cream on some of the boys' back, you know, a couple of younger members of the squad. So I think the good thing from our point of view the party was straight after the season finished. Get yeah, Let them enjoy the celebrations, let them enjoy some time off now with their families and come back ready to go again in it will probably be end of June, beginning of July, ready for the season to start in August. So yeah, they've got plenty of time to to reflect on everything as well because they deserve this as well they, they'll be go down as legends like like phil for, for delivering the promotion that we've all craved and um yeah so i've seen the stuff the videos and the pictures they have hit it hard in Vegas and well-deserved.
0: <laughs> well, Richard, I love the passion. I can hear the excitement in your voice and thank you for taking oh, time early in the morning and joining us here no in problem, New Zealand. Man. Greatly appreciate it. It's a big story here. I'd imagine, you know, I've seen people walking around and wreck some shirts as well. So they're certainly sending them this part of the world and look, all the very best and let's hope that you can move from League okay. 2 back into League 1 and then you can end up playing my mob Liverpool at some point.
1: Brilliant. Thanks for having me on.
0: Brilliant. Thank you.